This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated with another true crime of insurance fraud story. This one, video number 58, The Bookkeeper's Attempt at Fraud Fails. The bookkeeper was a first-generation Russian-American. He was born in New York City six weeks after his parents were admitted into the United States as refugees escaping the Soviet Russia after the end of the Second World War. He was the first member of his family to graduate from any school. He received a scholarship to Columbia University where he obtained his Bachelor of Arts degree in Business Administration. He also spoke fluent Russian since his parents were more comfortable speaking their native language at home. The bookkeeper came to California in the early 1960s and worked in a large accounting firm as a bookkeeping clerk. After three unsuccessful attempts at passing the CPA exam, he decided he was not cut out to be a certified public accountant. From the late 1950s until the early 1970s, a great number of Soviet Russian immigrants were allowed into the United States as refugees. A large Russian community established itself in the Fairfax District of Los Angeles and in Glendale, California. The bookkeeper, because of his ability to speak the language, began doing the books and tax returns in his spare time for Russian immigrants. Word of mouth spread throughout the Russian-speaking community, and soon his spare time job was taking more time than his real job. He set up a bookkeeping service in a storefront and became the bookkeeper to the Russian community. As the Russian immigrant community grew, the bookkeeper's practice became more successful. The Russian community settled into the American way of life quickly. Many became entrepreneurs and started small businesses. The bookkeeper was introduced to fraud by a Russian entrepreneur who owned three cut-rate gas stations in south-central Los Angeles. The entrepreneur would supplement his income by running multiple credit card receipts for his customers and then collecting for products and services not rendered. The bookkeeper was asked to make these records look appropriate for the Internal Revenue Service on the entrepreneur's tax returns. The bookkeeper, like most immigrants, saw nothing morally or legally wrong with avoiding taxation or defrauding credit card holders. He did what he was asked. As the Russian immigrant community became more sophisticated, the bookkeeper was called upon to help them document more sophisticated frauds. A wholesale jeweler whose business was unsuccessful asked the bookkeeper to help him set up a convincing inventory balance sheet and profit and loss statement. The jeweler needed to report the theft of a non-existent inventory to his insurer to get himself out of debt. The bookkeeper, for a higher-than-usual fee, set up an exceptional set of records that caused the insurer to make immediate payment to the jeweler. Within five years, the bookkeeper was working full-time for the Russian community. 
he earned an excellent living creating fraudulent books and records to aid members of the Russian immigrant community profit from his work. Each immigrant, with the aid of the bookkeeper, successfully presented fraudulent property insurance claims to their insurers. Once he determined how lucrative the business was, the bookkeeper changed his billing system from an hourly charge to a contingency fee of 40% of the amount taken from the insurance companies. His business improved, his savings account bulged, and he started building his dream home on an empty lot high in the hills of Encino. He could not resist, however, collecting 100% of a fraudulent insurance claim and paying for a good deal of his new house. He caused a fire to occur to his half-completed house. With the proceeds of the insurance claim, the bookkeeper could complete the house without investing any more of his own money. He started a business. He bought a furniture manufacturing plant. And because he had no experience in the operation of a manufacturing business, he lost all of his investment. Remembering the skills of his clients, the bookkeeper sold off all the equipment and inventory of the manufacturing business and then reported a burglary. This time, much to the bookkeeper's surprise, the insurer investigated his claim. They discovered the identity of the buyers of the equipment's claim stolen and put to an end a successful career in fraud. The bookkeeper is now serving a five-year term in the state prison, and the burned-out shell of his dream house was sold by his mortgagee after foreclosure for the value of the land. The bookkeeper should have done what he was good at doing, keeping the books for criminals. But for greed, the bookkeeper would still be helping others commit fraud at no risk to himself. His error was to try to be as criminal as his clients. This video was adapted from my book, Insurance Fraud Costs Everyone, which supplements my treatise, Insurance Fraud, in two volumes, and my newest book, Insurance Fraudsters Should Receive No Quarter all of which are available from Amazon.com as Kindle books, paperbacks, and as hardcovers. If you view these, this video on Rumble, please click the Rumble button if you like it. And if you view it on YouTube, please click the Like button. Thank you for your attention.